Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Well, my first guest on today's show is Julia Criscuola, and I hope I've pronounced Julia's surname correctly. I'm sure she'll tell me. She is a pharmacist. She's a complementary medicines expert and a life coach. And we're going to be talking about about being a woman, a woman in South Africa, women's health, mental health issues, and what maybe supplements we should be taking. How do we avoid burnout and still, like in the month of August, really look at the fact that we're women and we have so much to offer and. And, um, we have so much to do. So, Julia, welcome. Thanks so much for joining us. Lovely to have you on the show. Hi, Nikki. It's so good to be with you. Thank you. So, your surname, Chris Kuolo, is that right? Perfect. Fantastic. Oh, there Thank you. you go. Say no more. Say no more. So, Julia, you know, you just heard the introduction. Um, it, it's a wonderful, wonderful month in, in August, and we're celebrating. We're looking at past, present, and future. But at the same time, it is a stressful time we're going through, and we're looking at it from a women's perspective, being the month of August, and a lot of burnout, a lot of multitasking, a lot of things happening. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do in terms of helping women with these kind of issues. Um, thanks, Nikki. Well, I'll take my cue from your beautiful uh, talk um, or mention of Edith Eager, you know, and what, what she says, I just love because it really is about choice. Mm-hmm. And um, as a life coach, um, I mirror people's lives back to them and ask them powerful questions, which helps them become more aware of the choices they are making. Are they actually being true to themselves? Is their tank full? And what are they doing to take care of themselves? Why are they trying to be everything to anyone, to everyone? And what is the cost of doing that? So I, as a life coach, love to support people in becoming more aware of themselves and where their suffering is and how to move through that and use uh, challenges as a way to grow and expand and um, live a more authentic, rich life? Mm, I think those are fantastic questions. Those are deep questions. Questions you probably have to spend a lot of time thinking about, perhaps journaling. So so just for our audience, again, if you don't mind, Julia, just like, what, what, if, to get them started now in the month of August, what, what if you had to look at three really big questions they should be asking themselves, what, what would you say those are? I think the first thing is to check in with yourself and take a moment um, in your day, in your week, to just be with yourself and mm. find out, how am I doing? What does my inner landscape feel like? Not in my mind, not what I've got to do and you know what, what I'm thinking. What are you actually feeling? In your body, are you feeling um, light or heavy? Is your heart feeling contracted or is it feeling excited? What about your gut? What does your gut feel like? Does it feel like a knot um, and all contracted and churning? Or does it feel like um, there's space in there for something new to emerge? So that's the first step I would say. And no matter how busy you are, no matter how busy you are, the thing is, it's about self-love and self-care. And we know, Nikki, that when our tank is full, then the overflow is what helps, what nourishes other people. If mm. our tank is empty and we are disconnected from ourselves, we're living in our head, we're on this doing rigmarole, 
we start to empty out, and that can manifest as anxiety, irritability, perhaps not sleeping well, maybe uh, looking at addictions, using food to self-medicate as one example. Our body is always giving us cues and clues as to where we are physically and mentally and spiritually, but often we're not listening. So my first cue would be to say, stop and pause and check in with yourself how you're doing. Mm, thanks, Julia. Listen, we're going to take a quick break. We'll carry on. Stay with us, um, and we'll continue with these wonderful questions and things that we should be doing. Stay with us. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Welcome back to the DL Link Show. I'm Nikki Severini, and we have the lovely Julia Criscuolo on the line, who is a life coach. She's a pharmacist and a complementary medicine expert. And we're talking about Women's Month. We're talking about being a woman um, and just how multitasking and uh, you know can can wear us down, how eroding it can be. Um, and so Julia has just asked, or rather, given us a tip. Um, and I love this tip. Um, you know, this is something that I really try and concentrate on doing. And if I don't do it, I certainly am more frazzled um, throughout the day. And that is just checking in and um, checking in with yourself, your inner landscape, how you're feeling, connecting with your body um, before you, you do anything else. So, Julia, just before we do move on, just going back to that checking in and going, you know, is my tank full? Is my tank empty? How am I feeling? What are we supposed to do with that if we go... I'm feeling fed up or I'm feeling overwhelmed or I'm feeling like I, I'm being taken advantage of or I'm feeling wh- – where do we go with that checking in? Well, it can be very simple. It doesn't have to be a whole a mental investigation. Oh, I would okay. say, first of all, is we just accept this is how it is right now without judgment, without a story about why it is like that. So in this moment, if I check in and say, oh, I'm actually feeling quite sad today. I'm feeling a little bit angry. So just accept that in this moment, not for the rest of your life, just in this moment, this is how I'm feeling. I'm just acknowledging and I'm just accepting it. And then another question might be, what do I need? What do I need in this moment? You know, it can be as simple as just stepping away from your desk and just going to the window and taking two deep breaths, for example. Or it might be that in that moment when you ask yourself what you need, you realize actually what I need is to not go to this afternoon appointment that I'd scheduled because I'm actually feeling overloaded and I need to take care of something else, for example. So it's just asking what do I need and if it's not possible in that moment to give yourself what you need, because it's not always possible, then make a commitment to yourself to take some time in your day to really um, just go a bit deeper than the surface. And maybe, like you said, Nikki, journal. Write down what you're feeling and what is, what's not working or what is working and start having some kind of practice where you do some reflection so that you can ask yourself a question, what do I actually want? And for some women, that's a very scary question because, you know, we, we, we're too scared to ask ourselves that because – so many else, so many other people have needs that we have to meet and there's just no space for us. And um, so asking ourselves, what do I really want can be very scary and uncomfortable 
because sometimes we feel trapped in certain situations, but we always have a choice and we don't have to do everything overnight. Just by beginning the journey of asking useful questions, something can begin to shift. I love that. Okay, and the next question. The next question I would say is, um, what lights me up inside? As one of my wonderful friends, Donna McCallum, says, she says, what delights, excites, and ignites my soul? And (laughs) I love that question. What delights, excites, and ignites my soul? Now, again, if you are running around sorting kids out and the phone's ringing and then you've got a friend on WhatsApp who wants to talk to you and you're trying to make dinner, there often isn't a space to ask yourself that question because it's not really a priority when you're in survival mode. Um, so if you do say take some time for yourself and you ask yourself that question, again, it can be something really simple. Maybe what delights and ignites and excites your soul is having a cup of tea listening to the rain for five minutes, just doing that. It doesn't have to be something extraordinary. Maybe when you ask yourself that question, you realize, you know, when I am um, gardening or when I am putting paint on paper, doing something creative, I feel so free and I don't think about time. I don't feel compulsive and I feel there's like an inner peace that overcomes me. So find that thing, that activity that gives you that sense of well-being, that makes you feel expanded and excited and um, nourished in some way. So that's an important question to ask yourself. Mm, beautiful questions um, for our listeners to take and use. Um, and there are lots of investigating and opening up with that, Julie. I mean, I, I think that... You know, as a, as a woman, and it, you know, whether you are a mother or not, or whether you are married or not, certainly the nurturer is within us. It's kind of like this instinctive thing, and perhaps I shouldn't speak on behalf of everybody and just speak. Mm. Um, for myself, but this idea that you're always checking in with other people, you're asking other people what they need. Um, you want to, you know, if it's family or friends, what delights them so that you can be of assistance, yeah. all doing for the other. And you're saying turn it around and spend this time, and I suppose doing it in the month of August is a perfect time to do it, to to start the habit of doing it regularly, you know, so not just a once-off. Um, to turn it on ourselves and give ourselves permission to just mm. pause for a moment and ask ourselves these very important questions because we know what everyone else wants, but we don't really know what we want. As, as you said, it can be scary because if we if we connect with what we want, well, then maybe we have to make changes. So so what do you say to that, Julia, this idea that, that maybe change will take place or maybe steps will have to take place that are scary and, and, and some people find that quite inhibiting? Absolutely. And, you know, Nick, it's beautiful to take care of other people. It's a wonderful quality to be a nurturing person, to care about others. But it's always about balance. You know, on that continuum of being an empath or a carer or a nurture, when it's too much and uh, it's out of balance, that's when um, it becomes unhealthy. Um, you know, on either extreme, too little or too much. When you're in that beautiful spot in the middle somewhere where you are taken care of, but you also, including yourself, you know when to say yes, you know when to say no, that's where there's a lovely dance and magic happens. So, yes, about change, as human beings, we 
generally don't like change because mm. our ego nature wants the familiar. It wants predictability. We love to be in control. We like things to, we like to know what's happening. And so there's a part of us that resists change. And yet the reality is that life is always changing. In every single moment, change is happening. Just look at nature. It's always evolving and changing. It doesn't stand still. So when we know that there's a part of us that is afraid, then we can just acknowledge that, that it's actually quite normal to feel a bit unsettled, to feel a little bit uncomfortable because we might be stepping into the unknown and that might be uncomfortable. However, having said that, it can also be really exciting because when we open up to change, we open up to possibilities and we can start, as you said, giving yourself permission to dream, to think about things that normally you might not give yourself permission to think about. And support is really important. If you're the kind of person who really gets unsettled by change or, or feel like you're losing control, then get support. You know, good friends um, or a mentor um, or just like-minded people who are also on a journey of asking these kind of questions. It can be so helpful so you don't feel like you are alone. Mm, thanks for that, Julia. I'm going to repeat those questions just now because I, I really, really love them and I, I really do think that people will get so much out of it. So we've looked at emotional, we've looked a little bit at the psychological, what's happening, as you're saying, asking the questions. Let's look at the physical. I mean, I know you deal in complementary medicines and during this time, you know, are we as active? Um, the stress levels are up and it's a different kind of stress level. You know, it's not running around, but it's more of a contained stress. Um, in your home and the stress of not being able to socialize or connect or perhaps do what we used to do and have the freedom. What would you say in terms of, of that, Julia? I mean, should people be exercising more? Should they be supplementing more? What, what do you say about that? Yeah, Nikki, I love keeping things simple. And <laughs> so because the mind wants to make always things very intense and bigger yeah. and more complicated than what they really are. So I just say keep it simple. Come back to the basics. Eat according to nature. Get enough sleep. Move your body and be connected to people that you want to spend time with. So if you look at the first one, eat according to nature, what does that mean? Eat foods that God created, fruits and vegetables, healthy protein, nuts and seeds, coconut or olive oil. Eat foods that are natural. So stay away from food that comes in boxes and tins that's very, very processed. Um, so that's one thing. If you look at your nutrition, mm -hmm. when you are eating well and mindfully, that's also a very important part of what I'm passionate about is mindful eating, mindfulness in your life. If you're eating wholesome foods and eating mindfully, then your body is being nourished. Your brain is being nourished. Your body has got the right nutrients to make good brain chemicals, which keep you mentally stable and happy. Um, if you are eating food that is nutrient deficient, for example, a lot of processed food that comes in boxes and packets, that food has got calories but very little nutrition. And if we are what we eat, then how is our poor body going to make serotonin or repair our uh, you know, muscle fibers if we are not giving it the nutrients it needs? 
So eating healthy and well and mindfully is really, really important. And again, it can be really, really simple. You don't have to go on a cordon bleu course to cook simple meals. And it can be very much in your budget. You don't have to buy organic if you don't want to. Um, you can buy um, dried legumes, um, which are very affordable and go a long way in terms of good nutrition, as one example. Then the important thing is to move your body. Um, gyms are opening up soon, which is great, although it's limited. But we don't need, you know, we can be out in nature. And I believe very, very much that the more we spend time in nature, the more we connect with our well-being. Because we have all spent time under a tree or walking in a garden. And I'm sure many of us have noticed that it affects us in some way. We feel a bit calmer. Maybe we're just breathing more easy. And um, somehow there's a, a restoring nat uh, nature of um, spending time in nature. So mm -hmm. that's the other thing is, is when you exercise, try and do it outdoors. So you get sunshine on your skin as well, which is so good for you. And you get the wonderful healing energy of nature. And the third thing is sleeping well. Um, if we're not sleeping well, our body doesn't have a chance to restore itself and regenerate. And sleep hygiene um, is something that we can actually uh, do something about. For example, um, your caffeine intake during the day can affect your sleep. Um, too much input from devices and media and TV can also overstimulate the brain. So that when you go to sleep, your brain is just traveling at 100 k's an hour and it can't slow down to the 20 or 10 k's which is needed for sleep. Um, relaxation and um, spending time, you know, meditating or being still where you just allow the body to relax is very, very helpful if you're a person who struggles to sleep. And then, Nikki, the other thing was connecting with people. We are human beings. We need connection. It's essential to our well-being. We need to touch. We need to uh, find spaces and places where we, you know, hear each other and are heard, where we see each other and are seen, and where we can share our stories, what we're concerned about, what we're joyful about. So connecting with people is really important to our well-being. Sure, Julia. Thank you. Wow. Thank you so much. Thanks for explaining that so beautifully. I'm going to definitely repeat it for our listeners. Um, let's, let's start this. You know, perhaps you've already been living this way. Um, perhaps it's something you've wanted to do, but let's start it. Let the month of August, Women's Month, the momentum, the energy, um, of Women's Month take you there and then just push you forward and, and, and continue with these great habits. Um, Julia, thanks so much for joining us. It's really been lovely having you on the show today. We really do appreciate your time. Yeah, it's a pleasure, Nikki. I just wanted to add before I leave is that um, if if you're struggling with um, your your yourself or with any issues with diet, then also supplementation. I forgot to mention that there are so many wonderful supplements out there, like vitamin D, vitamin C, saffron for depression, rescue remedy. There's a lot of good supplements out there that can be really helpful to support you on that physical, emotional level. Mm -hmm. So consider that as well. It's a wonderful resource and can add to uh, your regime as you get yourself um, back, back into connection and well-being.
Well, Julia, thank you so much. Wonderful, wonderful words and advice and suggestions. Take care. Thanks, Julia. Bye, Nikki.